0: One two three. Harold and Brad, Windy City filmmakers. Harold and Brad, Windy City filmmakers. Harold and Brad. And
1: so it's like (laughs) I have. It's been such like building blocks, like every every part, even like. Being on a show that gets canceled is heartbreaking, And right. I was like so depressed. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie to you, it was so hard. I moved all the way to New York, and I had to move all the way back after a year. And so it's like even that though, even that experience teaches you like this, it's gonna happen over and over again. I'm sorry right. for cussing, but it's like you oh, good, you good, you good, come on. Okay, good, okay, good. <laughs> but it's like it's gonna happen over and over again. So you had to you have to learn it's that part. You know, you're gonna have to feel that heartbreak the first time, and then you gotta get up again, and then you gotta hustle, and you gotta find a way to bring yourself back from that, which is it's it's not easy. But it, once you start to learn those skills, it's like your—it's like your armor is just being like assembled as you go through your career.
0: I was about to ask you, because that was one of the questions I was going to ask. You know, Rejection is such a part of this business. I was like, remember like a couple years ago, I was like, I was going from one show to another. I was just busy, boom, 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 boom. And then for like, literally on the heels of that for like a five month period, I couldn't book anything. It was like, did I forget how to act or something? It was like, (laughs) it was radio silence, right? So what are some techniques you may have to deal with that rejection? and that crazy ebb and flow that is very much the business we're
1: in. What are All some right. of the things that you do? Well, I think it's like, uh, there's a bunch of things really on it. Cause I think it's like, the rejection is so prevalent and the more you get rejected, the more you start like getting in your head about it. But the more you're in your head about it, the more you're gonna get rejected. It's like right. a crazy, <laughs> weird cycle. And I had that when I first got off the show, I was like not booking, I was stressed out because I felt like I had to book. Cause I was like, I can't go back to waiting tables. And so then you're freaking out. Right. So a lot of it is like, everybody always says it, but it is true. It's so, like, find other things that make you happy. Yeah. Um, for me, it was really interesting too, of finding ways to be creative that had nothing to do with my health insurance or my rent. Right. Because oh my god, when you're worried about your health insurance and your rent, and so you're like, I have to get a job. You're gonna, they're gonna see that you're thirsty, and they're not gonna want you. It's just like a date. Right. <laughs> it's like they're gonna be like, be desperate, and it's like you don't want a like, no desperate actor.
2: Talk about those creative things, those outlets yeah. that you like.
1: Yeah, so this is, it was actually, it's been a huge learning process for me because I, I, so one day I was just like going through this thing where I was like, I can't, I'm not booking anything. I'm so frustrated. I'm not working. I'm so bored. I'm just unemployed and sitting at home. And so I started making these like videos on Instagram. And like, <laughs> yeah. they were goofy. They were silly, but they were me. Right. And like, people started responding to them because they were like, she's so funny. But it's like the funniest I am is when I get to do my own stuff by myself in my apartment. And so I just kept kind of doing that. And like even silly things like going on Twitter and writing jokes and just being goofy and growing that kind of like social media presence and just having like these fun videos and things has totally changed everything for me it's been like this really weird thing where it's like because of that i've been more successful because of that i'm getting writing jobs and like because of that i'm getting like into a, like i was just you know an art, in an article in the wall street journal about my stupid twitter videos and things like right. that and so it's like create finding those ways wow. to like, like you said like not do not not worry about the job job stuff but like to still kind of do it but find a way to make it so that it makes you happy right and so then you're and also like another thing is for me Is not thinking about the future once you start thinking about the future you're gonna go crazy it's the right. same thing with this pandemic it's like if we think about what's gonna happen in a year or how long it's gonna be or when are we gonna work again or whatever we're gonna go crazy but if we just like live moment to moment as like right now i'm happy i'm in my apartment i'm talking to friends we're chilling you know right. and so it's the same thing with like making videos is like i don't know <laughs> when i'll be a regular on a tv show again Absolutely. but i know that right now i can i can make a fun video to get out some anxiety so why not right hey,
2: hey brad can we take take just a moment to give her a round of applause. I
1: don't doubt. What's up? That's what's up. What's
0: up? <laughs> on the ground. On the ground. I do it. Right. you. The elephant in the room. COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh, so yeah, how yeah, yeah. how have you been managing the whole like lockdown? Because LA's like has loosened things up, right? In terms of
1: lockdown and stuff like that? Well they loosened things up but then it started getting bad again because they loosened right. things up. So now they're going back into lockdown more or less and it's another thing where I was like I, I feel like I went through the most rigorous like training for this right. when I was just like straight up unemployed after moving back here and like was just kind of home alone all the time anyway so it's like um, I'm handling it pretty well I'm doing the same things and I'm trying to like I said stay on whatever grind I can right. which is for me is like putting things on social media gaining more of a following that way and then meeting people through that so that I can then like network like I'm literally like today I'm like doing like you know (laughs) five different things at once and it's because I'm just like putting myself out there as much as possible because it's like wherever you can figure out how to continue doing stuff right it's gonna be the best and so yeah I'm just like Going for walks, <laughs> you know, making videos when I can, being on Twitter way too much. And just, I'm trying <laughs> to just, like, take it moment to moment and not, and not, I don't know. Because I think also, sorry, t- I'm talking so much, but like... No, no, no. This uh, is right you're here. It's all about you. It's yeah, all about you. <laughs> I, I, like, ramble sometimes. But I think also, like i have such, i'm like a really neurotic like anxious person anyway and so like i'm a, i've already been here i've already been worrying about anything and right. so it's like covid19 to me is so big that it's like i can't even process it to like let it take over my brain right so i've just been trying to like just let it be what it is and nice. not fight it yeah and then just while i'm in it just do what i can do do whatever i can do
2: yeah that's a, that's how it's going you know like I've been been home since March, you know, (laughs) (laughs) since March, yeah, but I'm doing the things right here. My brother calls this thing his money box,
1: you know, and
2: so, yeah, I I understand, you know, we, we figure out ways to draw that income, bring it to me, you know, right. While I sit here in the house. So Twitter is your uh, social media of choice that Twitter works well. Yeah. And, and can, can you break the, can you break that down because Twitter is such a uh, mystery to me?
1: Well, for me, it's interesting because like I, said, I think I, I had oh my God, I had like 800 followers when I first like two years ago when I was on the show and I got verified. So I, I that's why I use that as like a marker of time. But like eight hundred followers. And then now I have twenty six thousand. Nice. And I mean that's not even that crazy, but it's crazy. Because I think what's good about Twitter is it like it's really, when people like stuff, it's really easy for them to share it and spread it, because all they have to do is retweet it. It's not the same as Instagram. Like Instagram's a little bit less like share friendly. And so when you start to do well on Twitter, more people like gravitate towards you and follow you, and then your stuff can be shared easier. And then also something about Twitter, it makes it easier to connect with like famous people or like people that have like influence right i don't think instagram can do that i don't think tiktok does that but there's something about like twitter you can like write to somebody and then they might write you back or like you can follow them and then they might follow you back if they think you're funny and so it's like it's a way to kind of connect and network and i i mean like almost it's like almost all the friends i've had are from twitter like it's, it's just an interesting website where it's like you can meet so many people doing what you want to do and like who are really talented and smart people and you can like see that from their profile and like you know i mean get their vibe so it's it's interesting it's connecting you with people for work it's it's really it's a good resource
2: you're you're absolutely right you're absolutely
1: yeah i like it
0: you have you have an agent and a manager do you have an agent and a manager
1: I do have an agent and a manager, yeah.
0: Right. So, so, uh, so, what's the difference? Those may not know what's the difference between the two, and is there an overlap in terms of what they what they do, uh, do mm-hmm. during your
1: career? <laughs> uh, well, in terms of people who have heard me cry about my career, it would be both my agent and manager. No, um, <laughs> but no, they. Um, I, it's interesting because in LA, LA is different than Chicago. Because in Chicago, you can have one agent that does all the things, right? right. Like reps you in all fronts. But in LA, you have to get a different agent for every single thing. So I have a TV agent, uh, a voiceover agent, right? Uh, um, you know, commercial agent, and they're all with different agencies. Right. So I have like all these different agents. But the main one I work with, who's my favorite, is my TV agent. I mean, not my favorite. Well, he's my favorite. Um, but he, <laughs> so he is. I have. I'm very lucky with my agent because so my agent kind of managers are supposed to kind of guide your general career trajectory like more in the like whole of like what do you want to be like what kind of performer are you or like what kind of artist do you want to be right i feel like they kind of just like shape that more generically and then also can like help you develop projects like my my managers are really good i mean i haven't done this with her but i know she is like a very good uh, producer right. she like will find that idea that's like really good and like can help you develop it into a show Um, And so she's really great at that. And so she finds that kind of thing that's like, and then guides you through it. Agents are primarily technically appointment setters is what you would say. It's like the bare minimum. So they're the ones that get you all the auditions for the most part. Um, And my agent is amazing. And it's also another thing about like, they have to understand like what your vibe is, who you are, what you want to do. Uh, And once you get on the same page, then you can like get those auditions that are going to be good for you. My audition, my agent's also really great because he's very like (laughs) emotional, like me. Because I think like managers are supposed to be like super, um, they're like almost like friends in a way. Right. And I'm lucky that my agent is also that because I don't think a lot of people have like a close relationship with their agent, but I feel very close to my agent. Like we, you know, I can talk to him about anything. And like, at one point when I was stressed out, I told him to stop sending me on auditions and he said, fine. And then we (laughs) took two weeks off and then I came back and I started booking stuff again Cool, because I needed a break, you know? Um, But yes, it's like they they kind of, they do kind of like morph over each other. And I've gone before with just my agent and no manager and it worked out Fine. I think it's mostly. It's, I think people that want to like uh, sell their own TV shows, managers are super helpful for that, wow. like I, getting them out there and getting the meetings and things like that.
0: Did you have Did you have your agent before you got? Well, two questions. Did you have your agent before you got to LA? And once you get an agent, was it easy to get the other agents, like for voiceover and other uh, other aspects?
1: Yeah, I was lucky because I did uh, the CBS Diversity Showcase when I moved out here. Oh, nice. Um, and. So that was a nice way to get in front of people. And I was also lucky because I had a manager when I moved out here. Right. And that's, I mean, that's like, you're already like miles ahead because they can help you meet people. But I met my agent actually through a casting director at the showcase. She was like, you should meet Jason. I love him. You guys would get along. And then that's, he's been my agent ever since. Right. And so that was 2015. But yeah, so I, I already had the manager. But then I got my agent through through the showcase, and then through her, through my old manager, introducing me to different other people. Because I would be like, I want to get this kind of agent, and then this one voiceover agent saw me at uh, the showcase, so she was like, Do you have a voiceover agent? I was like, No. So she nice. me. I was lucky because I think it's. I don't think it's really. I think it's very hard to get a uh, rep in LA. Yes, I don't know how people like, do it. That's right. cool. What you say. It's hard. In Chicago, you can like submit your headshot and resume like a normal ass job. Right. And then if they want to rep you, they'll rep you. But in LA, it's like, you can't do that. So you just have to like go to showcases. It's like you gotta,
2: you gotta know somebody that knows something about it, you know, type of thing. You have to meet people. And so yeah, exactly. have showcases, getting around. Exactly. See, I'm a networker by, by, by <laughs> life experience. I move around yeah. a whole lot. I'll volunteer this festival, I'll go to this screening, I'll go to this networking for years and yeah, so it, it worked out for me
1: here in Chicago so
2: yeah. yeah
1: I think that's the kind of vibe you have to have I'm not always the best about that I need to get better at networking I'm, tr- I'm getting better at networking via the internet but I was never good I'm not as good at doing, t- doing it in person Right. but it's a, that's like an awesome skill to have because then it yes. gets you it gets you to things it's like one of the things where it's like if you never ask people won't help you <laughs> you right. know and it's like if you, if you never network people aren't going to know you because it's just as simple as that and so yeah it's good to have that skill set because it's, it's-, it's- it's a challenge out here to
0: get reps. So we got like uh, we have like forty seconds left. Goes quick. So if you had, uh, if there was a young person looking to be an actor, singer, writer, what what advice would you give them, Nicole, about making it in this business, getting into the business, and making it?
1: be yourself be comfortable with yourself know that you are enough and like what they are looking for is you don't try to fit in any kind of box literally don't fit in any box because that's boring and nobody wants that so just know yourself and be good with that because they're good with it and we're good with it and that's what we want to see
2: that is awesome <laughs> that is extra awesome i'm inspired. inspiring
0: yeah. so one more question on this line nicole is there is there a dream role that you would love to do like, is it anything rot that you would love to do?
1: I don't know. I don't know what it would be exactly, but right. I know that like something that really. For some amazing gifts, me like the person I would really want to work with is like Maya Rudolph. Like oh, I yeah. just love her, and so if I could, I, I would love to model my career after her. Maybe just not not no SNL because I don't need it. I'm good with. I want to do other stuff, but um, right. uh, I, so I so I would love to work with her on something. I'd love to, like just be able to play off of her. I don't know her sister, her like cousin, anything just in the same room as her. But yeah, I don't. That I guess that's as much as the ideal role I could think of, but this something where I get to be goofy and have fun <laughs> and like be unpredictable, like be a different, be different than what you'd think, you know, like not a boring part, something fun and crazy.
0: No doubt. Well, Hey, Nicole, yeah. you spoken into existence right here on this show. It's going to happen, my friend. No doubt. I feel yes. like, I feel it. <laughs> no doubt. No. Well, I tell you what, for Brad Stevens and Harold Dennis. Thanks so much. Nicole it has been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for having me. Yep, no doubt. And until next time, as always, dream big, dare to be great. We out of here. Peace. Peace. (laughs) Bye.
1: Yeah.